Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Sense of Direction. It's a thing that I do not. It's one of my blind spots. That's so fascinating. You're so artistic Mm -hmm. and you're so clear about shape. Mm -hmm. But I guess those are totally different parts of the brain. I think so. I think they must be. I mean, I can kind of like gauge obviously where east and west are by the sun, you know, and things like that. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I recall a time walking. No, 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 no. Along along Riverside Mm -hmm. in New York. Mm -hmm. And you were like, what's that over there? And I was like, that's New Jersey. And you were like, no, it's not. (laughs) And I was like... Yes, that's the Hudson River mm-hmm. and that's New Jersey. Yeah. And you were like, how do you know? And I was like, the day is dying day in the is West. Day is dying in the mm-hmm. West. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is my blindest of blind spots. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. funny. I'm, uh, see, it's the opposite for me. Oh, I know. And I rely too heavily on you <laughs> for direction. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Most no, of the time. No, it's, you know what it was, is I think it was my grandmother when I was really young. She used to not let me fall asleep in the car because she was like, you should always know how to get back to where you came from. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, okay. And I think just as the trauma response was always like, (laughs) where did I right turn, turn, left turn, right, right, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I always knew where I was relative to the beach, relative to my house, Mm -hmm. relative to wherever. Yeah. So I think that was why. It was MapQuest and Ask Jeeves that ruined it for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I never had to orient myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I wish they had had more orienteering like gym classes there were some orienteering orienteering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what's funny it was one time i was with a group of people we were it was back when MapQuest was a thing mm-hmm. and oh, we had to go from like <laughs> one place to another mm-hmm. and they gave us directions that they had printed but they were like but the directions are from there to here so just take them but you just have to do them backwards Lies. Like luckily we had the wherewithal to be like okay it says left and that right means, means right here yeah. right but not always yeah not all the time yeah you know honestly though I think it's the trail that throws me off 
the worst because you're like, well, we can go this way and we'll be back there. And then we're going to have to hook a right and then a left. And I'm like, how did you figure that out? Oh. <laughs> and it always throws me off. Even though I can read a map, for some reason, that spatial awareness is just lost on me. Oh, that's where I live is in my own spatial awareness. <laughs> <laughs> For adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky Don't wake the sun, there's so much to be done And the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real You can feel, you can open your eyes And open your heart when you gain at the National Park. At the National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you We would like to acknowledge that while hiking in the land also known as Yellowstone National Park, we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Eastern Shoshone, Crow, and Cheyenne people. After casually walking like 16 to 16 and a half miles. Oh yeah, not planned. Not planned. We had dinner plans with a friend. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) That was the same day. Oh, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Fully exhausted. Fully exhausted. Mm -hmm. Those feel like different days. Oh, no. Fully the same day. Same day. We were meeting our friend Jason Mormon, who was working out at Yellowstone um, in the summer of 2021. We had the opportunity to get together with him after having only corresponded really via email and Zoom. Via email and Zoom and also Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, So it was really cool to be able to like finally put a face and a person to a profile. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Our friend Becky had told us that we needed to eat some buffalo burgers Mm -hmm. if we were meat eaters, which we both are. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, okay, great. So there was this place in West Yellowstone called Buffalo Bar. Mm -hmm. Not an official sponsor, but could be. be. Always Um, could be a sponsor, Always could be a sponsor, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as our values line up. That's true. Chick-fil-A. No. Stay away. Stay away. Sashay away. Sashay away. Be gone. Banish it. Banish it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I bind you. Nancy. I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm against others and harm against yourselves. Buffalo Bar was this place that was recommended to us mm-hmm. to get Buffalo Burgers. Yeah, and it was great. It was great. A little bit of a wait. Got to be there at the right time. And we were sit. there fairly early, we were. and the wait wasn't too bad, no. but it got really long after It was we like got a there. Monday, though, too, or something like that. It was early in the week, so I think that maybe helped, but who the hell, hell, who who the hell know. knows? Who the hell knows? Exactly. I don't, that's for sure, what the tourist crowd is like. I think it's just incessant and always there. So, yeah. But we got it some really. to be there every night. Oh, yeah. We definitely got some really good. This is like, a Monday night. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. I am impressed that you knew that. Every day was the same day to me (laughs) for those five weeks. (laughs) Truly. I'm, yeah. When it's, I would say vacation brain, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel like fully vacation, but every day is the same day. Every day is the same day for the rest of your life. (laughs) 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 Retirement. Right. (laughs) Exactly. We were able to like have just like a lovely evening and then fully were able to go back to the campsite and collapse. Right. Well, we, we had gone to the campsite we first. Got to, to just go to the like campsite and shower. freshen up a bit. Yeah. And then we did quickly and we were able to go back to the Buffalo Bar, right. meet Jason, get some food. And right. that was wonderful. Delicious. They had mule deer on the wall, like mounted mule mm-hmm. deer who had so many antlers. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous mm-hmm. how many antlers were on yes. there. When we got back to the campsite, after dinner, we were leaving the next day for Tetons. So we had to pack up the campsite in the morning. But because our plans got screwed up that day, we wanted to see two other parts of Yellowstone that we didn't get a chance to see before we drove down to Tetons. So what we did was we set ourselves up for success, knowing we'd have to get up early, although we agreed not to get up as early as we had. So we broke down what we could, we packed up what we could, so we wouldn't have to make as much noise for the people that were to either side of us. We massage trained like you wouldn't believe. Oh, it started with foot massages and it moved to back and shoulder massages Mm -hmm. because it was just like necessary. So yeah, that's when we we call it spa exchange. (laughs) Spa exchange. Spa exchange. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And good Lord, after all that hiking, so it was necessary. Needed. Yeah. And then we promptly collapsed in the morning. We woke up and had breakfast, but also had to carefully and quickly break down the campsite because we weren't driving in before six. Our plan was to kind of get up at 630 and to do some later entry into the park. Around which like 7, 730. Was very interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because driving in before six... You can no sail one. right in. Sail right in. But at 7 or well, 7.30. 7 and 7.30 is early for people. the majority of the folks. Yeah. We had to beat 7, 7.30 in yeah. order to get in there. We didn't know that. We didn't know what the threshold was. Right. We were like, maybe it's Because we had done two early mornings. Maybe it's yeah. 8.30. Yeah. Yep. It was 7 o'clock. Yep. And it was packed. So getting in took a little bit of time. It moved the whole time, but it definitely was a little bit of a process to get in that morning. Because we didn't get to walk the boardwalk at Grand Prismatic the day before, even though we thought we might get to do it after our insane hiking, we said, let's do that first. And then we will jump up and head to our next and final location in Yellowstone. As we drove in, we got to Madison Junction, right near Norris Geyser Basin, hooked the right, and um, made our way down to the parking down. lot at Grand Prismatic Springs. Mm-hmm. The parking lot is really small. Thank you, St. Anthony. We were able to find oh my God. a like parking the first spot. spot, like right when we right in, there. And there were it out. was already full, but someone oh, yeah. was leaving. Yep. So what's great about this parking lot area is if you just keep driving back and forth, you'll eventually find something probably because it's a situation where people walk up on a boardwalk, they take a look and they come back, right. they get in their car and they go. There's also a lot of road parking, like right outside the parking lot. Another continuation of our boardwalk dreams which also was a continuation of not having to put hiking boots on for a little bit. And it was a cool morning. Mm-hmm. And so it felt really good. And there was a lot of, you know, so much steam coming mm-hmm. up from the spring. Yeah. To get to the actual spring area, you have to cross over a bridge, which crosses the Firehole River. And you basically can see why it gets its name because you see all the
all this runoff coming down the slope into the river. And because the heat of that water is so much greater than the heat of the river, it is just smoking as it's hitting the river. After crossing this bridge, we go up this ramping boardwalk. It's basically all steam. It's covered in steam. Mm -hmm. It can't see your hand in front of your face steam. Yeah. Especially from... Excelsior Geyser, which was pretty wet. The Excelsior Geyser pool is pretty big. It's no longer an erupting geyser. There have been some moments in time in like the 1980s and in the early aughts where it had some geyser-like tendencies. But for the most part, it's just a pool and it dumps a lot of its water into the Firehole River. Which is exactly what we were seeing as we were crossing the bridge. That's that runoff that we were seeing. You know, from here, you're able to see the Grand Prismatic Spring. But again, you're not seeing it like you would be if you do the Overlook Hike. You're at eye level with it. You're seeing some of the colors, but you're not getting like the view of it from above. The bird's eye view that you would get. Which no one really gets a bird's eye view. And the only time I'm sure those photos have been taken were with like allowed drones from NPS because drones are not allowed. No, because there definitely have been some issues, (laughs) especially in Yellowstone. It's kind of cool though, as you're approaching the water, which if you've seen the photos prior to going, you know is this aqua color but there's also this ring of orange around it. And yellow. And yellow. And so the steam from a distance when you're at Excelsior Geyser, when we were there, was taking on the color of the pool, which is really, really like It just was a trick of the light, essentially. But it was really neat. And it was different from anything we had seen at that point in the park, even though like the day prior we were at Imperial Geyser and same thing, beautiful colors. But I think it was a combination of like early morning, a lot more steam than there would typically be. Because I was kind of bummed. Like I'm like, oh, man, there's so much steam. We're not going to be able to see anything. Thing, really. Right. But it sort of definitely took on this beautiful, colorful appearance. It felt like the rainbow. We stood here. We took a bunch of photos. You can't really tell, like, in the photographs that the steam is taking on the color of the geyser. Mm-hmm. I can see it a little or the bit. Spring. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, the spring. It's not the super clearest in the picture, but it was clear in real life. Mm-hmm. We were also talking about how all of these geothermal areas in Yellowstone, like the reason there are boardwalks is so that we can get close to them. Right. Because there are these really hypersensitive areas of land right there near all of these features, like these geysers and these springs. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me about people who were walking on them and like getting arrested and oh, getting yeah. fined. Oh yeah, I mean and, people like, have done people it before. This was like recently stupid when we choices. got back from our trip it was in the news even I think that other people had made very dumb choices which is dangerous to not only them, not only the landscape but also to anyone that might have to fish them out should they get into trouble. Like you're putting other people's lives at risk too. And everything is so, so clear. Even if English is not your first language and you are a visitor from another country, the signage is very, very clear through pictures and things like that. Yep. And also most of those signs did have other languages on them as well. They did. It's amazing to me the pattern of behavior that people decide to adopt when it's clear that everybody else is doing one thing and conforming to rules that are obviously put in place for one reason or another. And those people who just need to stretch their legs and be different. Right. Right. But that's so much of society. On the way out, we pass Opal and Turquoise Pool. 
And this is a big giant loop of a boardwalk mm-hmm. leads us back to Excelsior Geyser. Right. So and like Dusty was saying, it's like you can kind of stake your way out in the parking lot because it doesn't take terribly long to no. walk this loop. It's not long at all. It's very manageable and very viewable and accessible because it's a boardwalk. That leads us back to the parking lot, mm-hmm. which we were able to give up our spot for someone else. Yeah, but also tried not to get hit or run over because oh, it is very busy. Very and buses busy. are there too, so it is... A lot of people. There's a lot of action happening. A lot of things happening. We were able to make someone's day and give them their spot, and we were able to head off to our next and final destination within Yellowstone National Park. Which was the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone. And with that, let's take our first break. Are playing pentagram. We are playing pentagram. It's been a while. It has been a while. Pentagram is when you put five things inside of a pentagram to summon someone. Mm-hmm. Who or what are we summoning today? Mm. Buffalo Bar. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, we're not going to summon Buffalo Bar. We want to create a portal to Buffalo Bar. Oh, I like that. That's a portal we want to, to Buffalo Bar. To a if we place. want to go to a place. Great. That's what so you we're have creating to, a por- okay. portal. It's, it's a spin on. It's a spin off of, of pentagram. pentagram. Portals. It's portals. Portals so for we're mortals. We're creating a portal <laughs> to Buffalo Bar. Great. Okay. First thing I'm going to put in is a plaid flannel shirt. Mm, that sounds about right. Well, we did have some cowboys behind us. We did. Yes. So what? A cowboy <laughs> so boot? A cowboy I'm going to put hat? a cowboy hat in. Great. To that. I am going to put in deer antler. Well, look at you go. Yes. Yeehaw. So that's three. I will also put in a picture of like Miller. <laughs> because <laughs> yep. I feel like even yep. though, you know, they had a, a pretty decent beer selection, I do feel like that is sort of the ilk of Far Crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was that kind some, of place. Yeah, but it was still, there was still a highbrow era. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was definitely elevated. It was definitely um, elevated from like a dive situation. Oh, totally, yeah. And then I'm going to put in a little patch of like a red and white checkered tablecloth. Great. <gasps> and look at that. And look at that. We've made it to <laughs> Buffalo made it Bar. To Buffalo Bar. Have to make a pretty long drive over to Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone because driving from one side of Yellowstone to the other is just a really short drive, right. a little clip to drive. Yep, this is where we needed portals. Portals, <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, yeah. that would be great. Yellowstone, Yellowstone portals. portals. Um, so this was supposed to be the end of our last or second day in the park, but obviously we had you know some hiking trail mishaps. What we did was decide that rather than this being our first full day in Tetons that we were going to do Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone early in the morning and then drive down to Tetons after, which actually was pretty great because of where it was in the park. Set us up to just go straight south into Tetons. And it let us see part of a section of Yellowstone we hadn't seen yet. Right, near West Thumb and along Yellowstone Lake. We had looked into the canyon a lot in the two days prior because we thought we were going to get there. The North Rim is supposed to be a spectacular view, but more time consuming. And And harder hiking. Yes. But no, we didn't want to do that. Oh, no. No, No, we were tired. We wanted to do something a lot easier. Still ended up being a 10-mile day. (laughs) It did. 
But uh, the intention for today was to do something easy because we had done something unexpectedly very hard the following, you know, the day before. Mm -hmm. So we decided to do the South Rim Trail, Mm -hmm. which was easier and had amazing, we were told had amazing views. We arrive in the South Rim Trail, we get to the parking lot Mm -hmm. and we park and we gear up. Yep. Oh, this was when we saw those other two men who were probably queer. Right. In the parking lot. Right. And um, they too were about to, what looked like they were about to hike the South Rim Trail. Yeah. Our queer dar went off. <laughs> yes. Our queer dar. Mm-hmm. I like that. Queer dar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of gay dar. We were also a little confused about where to start because there was a bunch of other people in the parking lot that were going off into a field that had a trailhead that we walked over to and took a look at. And then from looking at the map, again, sense of direction here, Dusty's like, I was oh, like, no, no we have to go out right. and walk across the road yeah. and the trailhead will be there. It's just innate. It is literally an innate sense of ability. Because yeah, that map true. wasn't even that descriptive. No. You were, and just, But yeah. it was, and it was also a little misleading. There wasn't like a, you were here kind of right. marker on right, it. Right, right, right. We walked across the road mm-hmm. and then we um, found the entry onto the pathway. Right, which is right before the bridge that's there. Yeah, there's a bridge right there. Mm-hmm. And so we start walking on it and it's mildly up and down kind of nature trail mm-hmm. that's along a river. Yeah, a very rushing big river. As we were walking, it, we definitely got closer to the river. And it was the kind of like simple sort of rim trail that we were hoping that it would be. Mm-hmm. like, But breathtaking. Incredibly breathtaking. breathtaking. Yeah. This is the kind of rim trail I was hoping for this other day when we were trying to do a rim trail mm-hmm. and we didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, I think it was the glacier day. There yeah. was a day that we thought we were going to get a nice little walk along a river and it was not. No. No, things no. to come later. Like it descended really close to the river. We were able to get really close. Mm-hmm. And um, hear the rushing water in lots of different places. So while we're close to the river... There is also tree cover, so you don't always have completely unobstructed views as you're walking. Not too far along the trail, we do get to see Canyon Bridge on the other side of the river. It is a walkable bridge if you're on the North Rim Trail, but it's no longer open to cars. But it is this kind of iconic bridge in the distance, which was... If we had done the North Trail, we wouldn't have seen that from where we were at. We continued to wind our way along this trail, which goes a little further away from the river and into the woods a little bit more. We go again. We have to every now and <laughs> yep, then. Yep, there, there it goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely a part of this trail that was paved and made to look like they built specific overlooks mm-hmm. for this trail. Parts of it are definitely near parking lots where you can like, you know, go out and look at something and park and then and then parts of it are just a nature trail. Right. I feel like at this point, once we hit this point though, because we were close to that parking lot for the overlook of the upper falls, it seemed like it stayed paved for most of the rest of the way. 
Like yeah, for like most of the rest of the from way. that point, from getting on at the bridge and up until the point where we did start to hit paved trail, it was mostly nature, gra- just ground yeah, yeah. trail. But then it was paved, and the paving just deteriorated <laughs> the further you just went away from the parking lot. But when we get closer, we have to cross these graded bridges. This leads us to the upper falls, which is essentially the start of where the canyon is. It's only a little past where we had just seen Canyon Bridge. Now, right when we had gotten onto this trail, we'd seen that guy with the phone, right? Yeah. There was that guy with the phone who, like, passed us. Right. Looked like he was headed, I don't know. He looked like he was headed off of the trail back off towards of the, the trail, parking back lot. toward the parking lot. And then when we got to the section we're in now, like, near all of these graded bridges yeah. and near all this paved stuff, he passed us again. Yeah. Same guy, also on the phone again. Right. And we were both like, wait, what? Like... A glitch did in the matrix. he make a glitch in the matrix did he, <laughs> he make a driven. loop did he time travel who knows yeah, i know and he probably did drive over it's there like and the like start of an unsolved mysteries unsolved unsolved mysteries unsolved unsolved mm-hmm. they're not solved mysteries anymore they're unsolved <laughs> right we do get to this point, though, for the Upper Falls Overlook, and you do have to hike down a little bit. And you get this kind of perspective of the falls where you're kind of like alongside them. So you're not getting a like a head-on view. You're seeing them, but you're sort of to the side and angled a little at them. And you also get a shot of the canyon like going further away from those falls. So walking by a river suddenly turns into a giant canyon. Right. That river obviously helped to carve. Mm-hmm. But these falls go right into this canyon. Yes. After we spend some time here, take some photos, you know, Dusty has heart attacks or people standing on ledges taking photos. I can't with that. No. Don't be, don't make choices like that, everybody. <laughs> Just don't. We continue on the trail. We do get some really good shots of the upper falls as we're going away through the tree break. As we're kind of walking closer to the parking lot where that juncture is to get on, you can actually see the falls a little better than we were able to yeah. at the overlook. Part of the nice thing about the North Rim Trail is that you get, I think part of the, the thing that's advertised about it is that you get better shots of, of that uh, especially of those, uh, the of those falls. falls yeah we basically continue to wind down on this trail like i was saying before as we're getting away from the parking lot entrance it sort of just starts to deteriorate it's still paved but yeah. it's not as nice as it was no up in that section no we kind of dip into the woods a little bit and then we see the trail which winds down to uncle tom's trail now this trail unfortunately is closed. It was closed. There was yeah. like a barricade. Yep, and caution tape. Because and, there was a way to wind down almost right. to this there's stairs essentially. Like the canyon level. Yeah. And then you could go down and then come back up. You'd get a better view of the falls from there. For now, sure. some people I heard saying they're like it's closed but we went down anyway right it was confusing and then some people were like oh it was a real bummer it was closed so we weren't really sure as we were approaching and what we were gonna get we're such Sister proponents of breaking rules here right so um, we yeah. needless to say did not go no. down Uncle Tom's trail because it was in fact closed right the trail itself if you do decide if it is open it's a 500 foot elevation decline with switchbacks and 326 metal stairs which you then will have to climb back up so if that's mm-hmm. something that thrills you and I know it thrills you now 
let's talk about where we were mm-hmm. emotionally on this day and this <laughs> moment. A part of me inside rejoiced seeing that this trail was closed because while it would have been awesome to go down, part of me was like, I do not want to climb back up. Like mm-hmm. we were so exhausted from yesterday. And while like we were awake and we were doing this, we were doing this exhausted. Yeah. Because we were now hitting this body thre- tired, body tired, this threshold of like, we've just spent almost three straight weeks hiking almost every single day and our bodies are so done right and we still had more to do oh yeah so we had anticipated yellowstone being a less of a hiking destination for us because we knew tetons was going to be because we knew tetons was going to be serious and yellowstone proved us wrong Mm -hmm. in that we hiked so much we in did. Yellowstone. We did. Including this day, which yeah. we are far from done with yeah. at this point mm-hmm. on the trail. Yeah. We keep walking through the deeper woods. We can hear more waterfalls. There's definitely the sound of rushing water going over the edge of something. Eventually, what happens is the woods just open up. I mean, I don't think I had words. Oh, yeah. And I also, if I did was smack talk in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> um, because... This was a spectacular view unlike yeah. anything we'd ever seen. And I realize we've said that a lot yeah. um, about things, particularly in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. But this view was so special and is really not to be missed. Mm-hmm. And what are were we looking out at? Yellow brick canyon wall. That was like, there were hoodoos, there were like slot, like rock slides. There were just all the colors of, you know, it just was so spectacular. And I don't this have was words, our really. first real yeah. solid view of Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone, mm-hmm. this moment. Mm-hmm. It is something that is magnificent and not to be missed. I think for me, you know, the geothermal features were breathtaking and amazing and really really cool but this was so this was just stunning in a way that those things weren't and so it was nice to see this in a space that's known and has so many geothermal features to see this kind of it's a canyon we've seen so many canyons at this point on our in our journeys but this was just so different and it was so beautiful you are on a trail here but it gets pretty wide so you can sort of mill off the trail a little bit and some people yeah. do that yeah and get close to the edge and take pictures mm-hmm. i am afraid of ledges so this terrifies me to no end. Mm-hmm. I am terrified of ledges. There were definitely people getting very close to these ledges mm-hmm. to get photos. Mm-hmm. And I was not about that. Yeah. We did. We were about stopping like every few feet just to view the canyon <laughs> from a different vantage point because it changed so often. And this is also where the trail changed a lot in a very short span of time it was paved or it was regular just like earthen trail there were some small boardwalks that we walked over sometimes we were close to the edge and sometimes we ended up not being so close to the edge at all and then you know the other thing is the colors and the textures and the sounds that we got to experience here were just magnificent and the radiance of the sun against everything too it was kind of the perfect time of day because mm-hmm. now it was probably closer to 9 30 or 10 a.m yeah i think so. around there yeah where we were seeing all of this this trail that we're on eventually brings us to a place called artist's point right we walk through a giant parking lot 
a giant parking lot. And Artist Point was the place where a lot of people drive to to yeah. look at, right? Mm-hmm. So the South Rim Trail covers all these different spots where you could drive. Mm-hmm. Or, as we were doing, we were walking. And this was sort of the last driving destination along the trail of the to see the canyon. On the South Rim On Trail. On the South Rim, yep. Yes. Artist Point is basically a very big, like, terraced area. There's like a lower terrace and then there's an upper terrace up some stairs. And honestly, the view from the lower terrace, if you're afraid of heights, was is so much so much better than the upper terrace. Yeah. And the upper terrace was fine. Yeah. I went up there. It you was get a fine. view of the upper terrace of the canyon away from the falls. Yeah. Down river. So you're getting that. Still incredible, but I was just as impressed with that lower terrace area. On the map, you can see on the map that Artist Point is not the furthest point out. No. There is one other sort of destination mm-hmm. point out, but Artist Point was the penultimate stop. Right, exactly. We get to spend some time here. We definitely tried to there take... There were a, a lot of crying children here. Yes. <laughs> I felt really... Ter- I've My heart went out to all of them. Yeah. But yeah. So we tried to take a photo, which we got this word from Cynthia, our friend Cynthia mm-hmm. in Glacier. She doesn't call them selfies. She calls them ussies mm-hmm. when it's a group of people. Mm-hmm. So we tried to take an ussie. And you had a panic attack. I Kind of, because we were right by a ledge and I was moving very slowly. And I think you were just moving too fast for me. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, we have to stop moving right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like that Fiona Apple song, Fast As You Can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Throwing it so, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was what was happening. Yep. Panic aside, we got to take the canyon in some more from here. Lots of people still trying to be COVID sensitive, still trying to keep distance as much as possible. As in we were, not everybody else right, was, right, right, but right. we were. And with that, <laughs> let's take our next break. Ladies and gentlemen, thems, please welcome to the stage... Bertha Venus. Bertha Venus. Bertha Venus. I full on cackled when this came to me. Yeah. Because it's good. It is. Mm -hmm. It's a reference to that famous work of art and also event in mythology. Right. Like (laughs) Bertha Venus. Yep. You know, cut off someone's penis and throw it in the ocean and from it. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Is that how, oh, is that how Venus was born? Yeah. Oh, this is the mythology. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where have you been? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. I guess I need to From, read more mythology. Oh yeah. I, I'm I mean, sorry. I guess I forgot that part. Mm-hmm. Oh, it happened. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and from the seed within <laughs> the um the phallus, uh, um foam developed, and then from that a shell, and then from that Venus, Venus. emerged. Oh, I it's see. It's a famous painting by. Botticelli. Yes. I've seen that painting. It's in the Uffizi mm-hmm. in, in Florence. Florence. Yep. Yeah. Mike was just very proud of me for I being was. able to name that. I was. Look at you. Mm-hmm. And I do love Botticelli. Um, so Bertha, Bertha Venus. Well, See, we got a lot to work with. Bertha now. Venus. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like she is 
this is what comes to mind for me. Birth of Venus is not necessarily like a mythological, like like uh, fishy, like mm. Venus queen. I think Birth of <laughs> Venus is like a you know like one of those women in the saloon in the old west. Mm. That's what comes to mind. I think it's Bertha. Oh. Bertha's well, just such. I like feel a, like I'm going in a different direction. Which direction are you going? I in? feel like now she is like a space oddity queen. Like she is an alien queen. Oh. Like Bertha Venus. Oh, let's go she's with this way. The planet Venus. Oh, so like I'm she's... seeing like silver like outfits and like painted skin like that's like purple. Interesting. You know? Maybe like every look that she does mm-hmm. is some kind of variation of alien. Mm-hmm. And it just makes the idea of what an alien can look like strange mm. again. Instead of just like the eyes always look like this right. and it's green skin or it's right. what so it's maybe like it's some the kind men of men in black lookbook. An yes, yeah. an alien queen. Right. She's an alien She's queen. An alien I queen. love it. Birth of Venus. Birth of Venus. And I feel like she lip syncs to Planet Claire by the B fifty two. I like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think her merch is maybe like a Mars bar. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe like dip and dots, mm. which is like what ice cream of the future. Isn't that what they call it? Yes. You know what? She went to the um fire sale of Mars twenty one twelve and that's where she got oh, all of all her, of her merch. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Maybe, right. maybe her origin story mm-hmm. is that she was the server mm-hmm. at Mars twenty one twelve. Yeah, and then when it closed, just not only did she take all the merch, but all of the Martian stuff, costuming, just was infused inside of mm, her. I like it. And then Birth of Venus was birthed. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Bertha, Bertha Venus. We're headed to the final destination here on the South Rim Trail. There's only one more spot to get to, and it was called Point Sublime. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that far. It was only like, what, a mile and a half, maybe? Something like that. To From Artist Point. We had to go this way anyway to basically loop back to make our We were going to make this a loop loop because there's a connecting trail that went out to that field that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, it's the Wapati Lake Trail. Right. Yeah. So in order to get onto that, we would have had to go this way yep. anyway but mm-hmm. we wanted to go all the way to point sublime come back to that juncture with wapati lake trail mm-hmm. so we're on our way out it had been a relatively flat very sort of lovely mm-hmm. elegant trail the whole way mm-hmm. and suddenly it became an incline trail and we a little bit more really rugged. wanted to die here in yeah this moment it wasn't our favorite right now at this time of the day when we were just like fully dead from the last few days and we just had to grit our teeth and bear it do the thing that we've done before and just continue on and soldier on and it was one of those things where it was like it would go really high up and then it would go really far down mm-hmm. and we were like great so there's gonna be uphill on the way back too yeah there's no getting around it yep you do get some really nice canyon views here from different perspectives but it's just so it's definitely more effort than where we started at the parking lot to artist point. It's, it's, it's a lot so more, much more effort. <laughs> it's more primitive. Um, it's definitely not paved as much or at all in some spots. I understand why the parking lot 
for artist point is sort of like the last ditch effort for people. <laughs> yeah. Because then after that, you kind of get into here on a normal day when we weren't just like fully throttled from the day before. I don't think this would have been a challenge, but it was just sort of like that energy we were putting out. You do see some more lower parts of the canyon on this part of the trail. And it definitely seemed like not so many people went out to Point Sublime. It did. It did seem that way. It seemed like everybody went to Artist Point, but yeah. not many people went out to Point Sublime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were those guys that were taking that sort of risky photo like Mm -hmm. they were like I've got one leg on this limb and one leg on another one and I'm standing here taking photo and I was like the ledge no thank you yeah no yeah they came back around later those same two guys right they did because we were putting on bug spray Mm -hmm. and they walked through it and gave us like a look and I was like oh honey you can take that look back off of your face and put it back in your pocket where Mm -hmm. it came from Mm-hmm. This is nice, a nice area to walk only in that it's shady for the most part. And it was a hot day. Um, we were in Yellowstone in mid to late July. And it was sort of very, very warm there at this time of year in the daytime, not so much at night. This does give us some nice cover as we're walking. So we do eventually pass that trail juncture. Yes. And when we pass the trail juncture, we make note of it. We're like, okay, we're going to have to head off over that way mm-hmm. later. We continue on and it's like more uphill and more sort of agony at this point. <laughs> yeah. Until we finally reach Point Sublime, mm-hmm. which was literally just like a little spot with a little chain link fence around no, it. No, it wasn't chain link. It was like a... um. It was like a fallen fence, wooden you know, whatever fence. those like wooden fences. Yes, where it's like, it was that. So you know what I'm nothing to write home about. No, not so much. Was the and view not as much view either? Not as much view. Not as much view as was, the artist. I point. guess it's a contemplative view. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Right. I mean, but to be called Point Sublime, I was expecting a sublime view. Mm-hmm. You're expecting Sublime to be there to play for you. I. That's what I was hoping <laughs> right. for. Didn't Um, happen. No. no. On any of those No, levels. No. Definitely not a showstopper like Artist Point was. It's worth the hike if you want to do it. And if you don't, it's totally fine. This is my recommendation for it. It's not necessary. Um, We do very quickly and swiftly head back towards that Lily Pad Lake Trail, which is a relatively short connector to the Wapati Lake Trail, which will take us back to the car through that field that we originally saw when we were starting our hike. So we take this trail, we get off of the South Rim Trail, and we're now on this connecting trail called the Lily Pad Lake Trail. And that immediately brings us to this small little pond. I don't know why they would call it a lake, but it's a pond and it's just full of lily pads. Mm -hmm. And this is where things start to get a little strange after this point. Mm -hmm. The terrain really starts to change. Right. And it was already pretty standard for the canyon and even the lake trail, the, the little connector. But at the end of it, which is really short, you see a sign for Clear Lake, which points to the right. We essentially enter into the Badlands. We enter into Badlands. Yeah. Badland area. Yeah. Which Badland is a, is a word that is a derivative of an indigenous word, meaning like basically no vegetation can grow in this mm-hmm. land and animals can't really thrive in this mm-hmm. land. That's why they... And it gets the name Badland from that word. Mm-hmm. This was fascinating because we were like, okay, didn't even know this was nearby. Yep. Yep. 
there's like a green lily pond right there. Yeah. And then next door to it, literally, is Badlands. The Deadly Desert. The Deadly Desert, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. So we're walking through and we're like, huh, okay, so there's this place called Clear Lake. Is this like a an ironic title? Right. Like, is the lake actually just not here anymore? And that's right. why it's called Clear Lake. Right. Like, we're winding through these Badlands and like now we're in fully exposed sun and yes. it's super hot now. It sort of felt like you were going to get gravel for your yard. Like it felt like um like, like one a, of those places. Like one of those places where you would kind of pick up gravel or stone, like a, a mason yard, basically. Right. Um it's right. sort of like we had entered into the back lot here, which was kind of strange. There are some geothermal features that we see. There is like sort of like a kind of muddy lake that's there. So we're like again, is maybe this, ironic? this is clear, like, lake. clear lake. I yeah. mean, that's what we were thinking. We did run into some person like a, a like woman. One woman. Yep, who was like, Well, enjoy this. <laughs> we're like <laughs> Well, it's a lot nicer over that way. She was heading back the way we came. As we're walking through these badlands, finally, we can actually see a lake. Clear lake. Clear lake. There it is. It's an actual body of water. And there was like some sand. It looks like people like hang out there sometimes. Yeah, we were able to walk the shore basically. We did. It's not very long. It's not very long. We are on the... The last leg of the South Rim Trail. We've made it a loop, um, but we're standing next to Clear Lake. At least we think that's what it is. It doesn't look that clear though, and it smells like the sulfur is real. Yeah, <laughs> it smells like Ooh. pee. <laughs> Ooh, it smells back here for real. Yeah, it's um, it's bubbling, it's burbling. I mean, it looks a little muddy. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely bubbling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are making our way downtown, walking fast. <laughs> We've made that joke before. Yeah. The, um, we're headed back to the parking lot, but the, look at those bubbles. Some of them are very big. Yeah. And they're all sort of gathering over to one side. I think it's probably because of the wind. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there seems to be some runoff of different colors over the right. Yeah. Burbles. <laughs> And this is also where we start to have the sounds of thunder rumbling above us and some darker clouds coming in. We knew we weren't that far. We didn't have that much left of the trail to do. It definitely put a little pep in our steps at this point because I don't think we wanted to get just caught in the rain. We're like, all right, so let's let's try to make our way back to the parking lot as quickly as we can. And it looked like we maybe had like maybe one to two miles left to go at this point Mm. to get back to the parking lot. So we were like, all right, let's take off. Leaving the lake, there's this part where it's this field of flowers and it was a bit of an incline. Yeah. And we had to go up the sun You're sort of in the woods here a little bit. It's a little bit in the woods. But like definitely trees. But there are trees. Yeah. And that leads us out into this giant open field. Yeah. With no trees. No. The path is like barely marked Mm -hmm. but it's marked so you know that you have to head on this way right it's kind of worn away you can see it almost looks like there's like tire tracks because there are two paths because obviously people had started to walk side by side at some point and as we're walking i was thinking looking around and like i can't really see the parking lot where we came from there are hills so at at some point it's like maybe that's the top of the hill oh i can't see anything from here either i mean so it was it was a little bit like okay well we're blindly following this trail hopefully it's going to lead us back to the parking lot yeah Luckily, it eventually does. And as we get a little closer, we run into this family who is definitely confused about where the picnic area is because the parking lot we parked at was a picnic area parking lot. And so 
we're walking back in and they're carrying like a cooler and a blanket up into well, this field. It looks like the mom is very excited to have a picnic. Yeah. The daughter's not excited not about this. Not without my daughter. Not without my daughters. Right. Not excited about this. No. And I have to say, I actually, I side with the two daughters when it comes to picnics because I have very rarely ha- bringing food out into the, o- like we have to prepare food bring it to like a second location, but probably walk it out to a second location and then enjoy it. And then like, what if we run out of water? Like, it's just like, it's hard for me to find a picnic to be pleasant. (laughs) Sorry about it. Just telling you the truth. You're the ants at the picnic. I am... I, I'm not the ants at the picnic. You're the rain cloud. I am the, the rain cloud of welcome, over picnics. Welcome, sister. This is where, <laughs> this is where my arrived. rain cloud comes in. <laughs> when people are like, wouldn't it be great to ha- go like have a picnic? And I'm like, life is not a photo shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put that on a bumper sticker, everyone. It's not, though. Life is not a photo it's shoot. It's not. I'm I'm reveling in this over here <laughs> in this darkness that's appeared. I just don't. I'm this. just not. I mm-hmm. can't. I can't. Too many times people are like, picnics are a great idea. And so in theory, they're beautiful and sweet and wonderful and romantic. And then when you actually get to the action of it, it's like, it's terrible. Nothing ever good comes of it. It's like, there's not enough food. There's wind. Things are blowing everywhere. And it's like, well, you know, I, I've tried to set my cup down and now it's spilled. And now it's all over the sandwich. And like, no, no, it's a no from me. But do you like picnics? <laughs> because I can't tell. Yep. We have found the dark spot, everybody. <laughs> when we do get back to the car, uh, we immediately take immediately off our boots. take our boots Ugh. off because we knew we didn't have any other hiking planned for that day. And this still, like I said, ended up being sort of like a ten mile ten day miles. with what we did in the morning at um, Grand Prismatic too. We are you know, packing up, we're eating some stuff as we're throwing stuff in the car. We leave the parking lot on the way back prior to Dusty's like schism about whether picnics were good or not. We, I was saying, oh, so when we leave here, we have to make a right out of the parking lot and then a left. And I was like, I'm pretty sure of this. And And I said, no, we have to make a left out of the parking lot, go down to the, over the bridge to the end of the road and then turn left. left. Yeah. And you were like, no, Absolutely not. And I was mm-hmm. like... Because I drove in. You drove in and I was like, okay, fine. Let's go your way. So we turned right. And where did we end up? Not where we should have been. No, we ended up at the parking lot area for like one of the overlooks mm-hmm. for the South Rim Trail because that's where it would lead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm, because we needed to go in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, didn't apologize. <laughs> Didn't take responsibility for the things the you sass had said is out tonight. Everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just sort of went, huh? Well, <laughs> then I guess we have to go the other way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh huh. Had this been the other way, you would have been like, where's my apology? <laughs> Where is it? That's absolutely false. <laughs> and then we headed to the Tetons <laughs> on our next episode. <laughs> we did actually. We did. We took a long drive out headed toward Grand Teton National Park. Someone is being a sourpuss <laughs> this evening. Yeah. 
somebody and her name is Dusty Ballard. <laughs> sour about picnics, sour about this bitch. <laughs> Wrong for other bitches. <laughs> Wrong for Jenna. It's the 30 Rock reference. We, this is not a 30 Rock podcast. But it could be. But it could be very easily. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Forward then we'll and have a true Beverly Hills podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and the Clue podcast. Too. Oh, We're don't even busy. get us started. Gaze on Clue. <laughs> Gaze at the Clue. <laughs> let's, okay, let's put the South Rim Trail on the Karen Stone scale. We're gonna have to do everything that we did, but I feel like this the score would be different if it were only to artists point and back. But we're gonna put this whole loop. I'm gonna, yeah. The whole loop, I would say, is the six. Okay, for I was me. gonna say a five. I felt like very middle of the road for it. Would have been like a three for me. No, it would have been like a four for me without Point Sublime, without mm. that trek out there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because everything else was yeah not too bad. Gravy. Gravy. That's fair. I feel like it just felt middle of the road. I think if we weren't as tired too, we would have been a little less bitchy about it. But, you know, we can't have it all. <laughs> can't have it all. So that's an 11 out of 20 Karen Stones. And now let's end this episode like we do all of our full-length episodes with some Jeopardy-style trivia. Mike, why don't you start with your category? Great. My category is called Artist Point. This is all about art tools Mm. and also some techniques that involve points. Great. 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 I'm ready. So for 100... The points of this common art tool can be described in letters and numbers. 2B, HB, 4H, H, and so on. The classification relates to the softness or hardness of the material. What is a paintbrush? Incorrect. No. What is a pencil? Oh, didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yep. Okay. 2Bs, anything in the B range is softer. Anything in the H range is harder. Oh, Mm -hmm. wonderful. Varieties of pencil. All right, for 200. The point of this ceramics tool is sharp enough to trim a vessel on the wheel as well as act as a great cutting implement for any projects that are being built by hand. Its name is similar to an item that may hold the hem during sewing. An item that may hold the hem? The hem. Like if you're hemming something, what item would hold that hem in place as you were sewing? The thread? No. What would hold it in place? It's an item. Several items might actually be used to hold a hem in place. A pen. Yes. Oh, it's a pen? What is a pin tool? A yes. pen tool. Yes. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I would say, I would have said the hem is technically like the, the, the thread that has connected the fabric. Mm-hmm. Like the pin holds the folded fabric in place so you can put the hem in. Does got that make sense? It does. But we got there. Oh, we did. Pen. pen tool. Pen tool. Great. For 300, this tool in Adobe Illustrator is great for plotting points in order to create shapes, and it shares its name with a common writing implement. What is a pen? That's correct. What is the pen tool? The pen tool. See what I'm doing here with points? I see what you mean. (laughs) Great. Everything has a point. It's true. Great. This point isn't a tool so much as it is the point that all orthogonal or diagonal lines would converge to in a drawing that is in perspective. What is the vanishing point? That's correct. I love drawing with that. mm -hmm. And for 500... 
The points on this printmaking tool are usually U or V-shaped, which allow for a strong graphic quality, even though the name of the tool implies that it might be used to trim a type of cheap kitchen or bathroom flooring. Okay, are we talking about linoleum? We are. Is there a lino- is linoleum in the name? It is. Is it a linoleum point tool? To trim... Linoleum scissors. No, you're so close. Linoleum blade. It's a linoleum cutter. A linoleum cutter. What is a linoleum (laughs) cutter? I feel like I should get points for that. You don't because I said trim so emphatically (laughs) and boldly. (laughs) So no, (laughs) but you did pretty well. But welcome to the stage, Lynn. Oleum. <laughs> Linoleum. Linoleum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, sunny disposition is one I just thought of. Oh, that one's that one's very mm-hmm. good. And sunny that's, disposition. That's the artist's point. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, are you ready for mine? I am. So my category was inspired by artist's point, and it's all about artist's tools. I'm kidding with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was unfazed by that. I was I like, know. okay, whatever. <laughs> I know. Hasn't happened, still hasn't happened yet. Mm-mm. Okay, so go with me on a journey here. Okay. Okay. I really love this category, and I'm very proud of The year was 1945. <laughs> the year was... I was at home in Minnesota. The year was 1967. Eisenhower was in office. <laughs> okay, so that's the title right. of... right at all. <laughs> the title of this category is called Wait, Where? Okay. And um, I was inspired by the fact that the Yellowstone National Park has a place called the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone Mm. and how easily it could be confused with the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. So this whole category is going to be someone calling someone at an airline to help them try to get a ticket because they have ended up a pla- in a place where they're not supposed to be. Got it. And they need to get a ticket to a place where they are supposed to be. But because the names of the places sound so similar mm-hmm. and sometimes even rhyme. Got it. Um, they have ended up in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Like Austin and Boston. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> no comment. For 100. Mm-hmm. Hi there. I seem to have made a wrong turn somewhere. I'm recreating Liz Gilbert's Eat, Pray, Love. I've already been to Italy and India, but now I seem to be in the capital city of North Carolina. Can you help me get to where I'm supposed to be? So, so you're naming two Raleigh. places. Raleigh. So they're in Raleigh, uh-huh. but they want to get to. Oh gosh, where else did she go besides India and Italy? Taking your gay card for not remembering the Eat, Pray, Love trip. This was where she went to love. It's okay. <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is Bali? Oh, Bali. Raleigh and Bali. Raleigh and Bali. For 200. <laughs> Hi there. So I'm supposed to be presenting at South by Southwest, but I'm currently standing on the Freedom Trail looking at Paul Revere's house. Could you help me get to where I'm supposed to be? What is Austin and Boston? Correct. Also the plot of Road Trip the movie. There you go. Mm-hmm. With Tom Green. For 300. Hi there, I'm so sorry to bother you. I think I ended up in the wrong place. See, I wanted to be touring the Acropolis, but instead I'm in this city in southern France. What is Greece and Nice? Correct. Okay. 
You did it. All right. Acropolis, you might think Athens. I, yeah, I had to like mentally math my think, way through yeah. that. Okay, great. For 400. Mm-hmm. You're doing great so mm-hmm. far. Hi, I need some help with a flight. See, I was supposed to be touring the Basilica of the Holy Blood in this major city in Belgium, which was also the title of a Colin Farrell movie about thieves. But instead, I'm touring the campus of LSU, you know, Louisiana State University. What is Bruges and Baton Rouge? Yeah, it's Bruges. Bruges. Bruges and Baton Rouge. Correct. Mm-hmm. Doing great. Mm-hmm. Okay. For 500. Mm-hmm. Hi, so there may be some confusion. I'm currently in Mexico, standing at the spot where all those gays sank on that boat because they thought their vaccines made them indestructible. But really, I'm supposed to be studying shadow puppetry in the capital of Indonesia. What's Puerto Vallarta? And I don't know, the second one. What is Jakarta? Jakarta. There There we go. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images of this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. That's Gaze, G A Z E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gay Shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode, that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. Thank you.